Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. one evening we were ministering in Brazil and as I stepped onto the stage I heard the Lord say to me make my bride beautiful this has become our passion our mission in life to help the bride of Christ God's children become beautiful and powerful one of the most important components to seeing this vision come to pass is if you and I win the battle in our minds as a Shofar church family we are passionate about planting churches and extending God's kingdom wherever the Lord Jesus leads us. For this to become a reality, each of us need to win in our thought lives. The fight, the battle is raging here. Win in your thought life and you will win in life. So do you want to win in life? Do you want to overcome? Then aggressively, intentionally focus on renewing your mind according to God's Word. That is when we believers in Christ become beautiful and powerful. Ultimately, we become more like Jesus when we align our thoughts with His. The fight is here in the mind. Have you experienced this? Maybe things have been going well with you. You are even happy. You had a few good days or a good week and then life happens to you something goes wrong like your vehicle breaks down or the geezer bursts your head starts spinning you ask why me why now i have enough financial pressure as it is and anxiety creeps in how am i gonna make budget this month you could get upset other people seem to have it so easy but not me you begin to only see the negatives in your life you begin to list it that's not working that went wrong and 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 your thoughts spiral out of control and suddenly in a moment your happiness is gone because of something that broke one thing triggers the downward spiral the truth is your thought life determines your level of joy in life let me say that again your thought life determines your level of joy in life and this is the battlefield of the mind Another example, a family member says something offensive to you, like, you are useless. It's running through your mind, it's replaying, it's replaying. You're hearing those words over and over again. Then you begin to make it your belief. Yes, I am useless. Every time something doesn't work, your thought is, yes, I'm useless. Others might argue back in their heads. You know, some of us might say, I hate you, just wait, I'll show you I I hope you fail in life. You know, and so you become the one who have fights in your head with no one. Your self-confidence suffers. And every time you look in the mirror, you break yourself down. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You fail at something and you say, see, I'm useless. You see, your destiny is determined by your thoughts about yourself. This is the battlefield of the mind. It's so easy to fall into a hole of negativity. When I was in grade eight, 
and nine at school, I lacked self-confidence. I had the wrong friends and I felt stupid. My marks confirmed it. You're stupid. I was in the smart class at Paul Boisei and I felt exceptionally stupid among these boys. And so for this one test in grade 10, I studied hard. I did really well. I was first in class and the teacher was shocked. I was shocked. This hasn't happened before. And so I thought maybe just maybe I'm not stupid. Turns out I'm not. So I started to work hard. I started to believe and I finished an engineering degree on the side while doing church most of my time as a student. You see, this is the power of belief and it manifested in hard work and it manifested in good results. Your destiny is determined by your thoughts about yourself. If you think you're stupid, well, you're going to probably be stupid. So I want to hold a few possibilities before you. What if, just what if, you're not a victim of what other people do or say? What if you're not a victim of the negatives in your life? What if you are destined to be a powerful person, powerful enough to rise above what anyone says or does to you? What if you are destined to flourish despite challenging negative circumstances? What if you are way more resilient than what you thought? Imagine a life where you determine your joy levels and peace levels, and you become the master of your destiny in partnership with God. This is what's available to you if you learn how to win the battle of the mind. Over the last few months, I've been doing a whole series on the battlefield of the mind at Shofar East London. I have experienced a significant shift in my own thinking processes. So I want to give you a short overview of the powerful weapons or tools that you can use to renew your mind continuously. You need to believe you are a powerful person. These tools, with God's help, will make you powerful and overcomer. The full series of more than six messages you can find at Show Free East London's YouTube channel or our podcast channel. So this is your mission. Should you choose to accept it, to win the battle in your mind daily. This isn't a quick process like, you know, listen to one message and suddenly your thoughts are renewed. No, make it your mission over the next month to aggressively renew your mind. Listen to some of these messages multiple times. Make notes and work through it daily. Apply the principles and purpose in your heart to become a powerful person. This is way more than just positive thinking. It's aligning your thoughts with God's, with truth, and accessing the kingdom of heaven. As John 8.23, Jesus says, You are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Powerful statement. You see, you and I are in Christ. We are born from above and also from above like Jesus. We are not of this world. We live by higher principles and ability. As believers, we have access to resources that the average person doesn't have. As a child of God, you are a citizen of another world, a superior world, a place where peace and joy reigns 24-7. 
that is available to you every day. So in this message, I'm going to give you weapons for overcoming in the battle of the mind, a four-step process to renewing your mind. Win the battle in your mind and you will win in life. So principle number one, check it. You need to think about your thoughts. You need to ask this question, well, what am I thinking? You see, even as a, a computer or a PC has antivirus, it checks the computer for viruses. You see, if there's a virus on the PC, it will slow down or it will shut down completely. And you need the same for your mind. You need an antivirus for your mind. So what viruses, unhealthy thinking processes are running through your mind? So the first step is become aware of what's happening on the inside. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're not of this world, so don't conform to how others think. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's unlimited potential available to you if you would simply renew your mind, renew your thoughts, and align your thoughts with God's. Think differently, and you will be different. Think better, and you will live better. The potential change in our lives, if we would think right, is massive. It leads to transformation. It leads to a new you. So you need to know your enemy, the thief. A negative thought is of the enemy. A negative thought is a trap or a thief. It's hard to handle a negative because you think it's justified due to circumstances or people's behavior. You might say, well, they treated me like dirt, so I have no choice in this. Yes, you do. You're powerful. You are a powerful person. You can rise above whatever anybody does to you or say to you. A powerless person becomes a victim of other people's behavior. So you need to say it and believe it. I am a powerful person in Christ. So here's the challenge for step number one. For the next 30 days, become aware of your thoughts every day. Journal daily. Ask this question. Well, what are my most negative thoughts? My most fearful or tormenting thoughts about who I am or about my circumstances, then write it down. Then principle number two, stop it. Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. What negative thoughts are running through your mind? Then stop it. You need to say, hey, stop that. You need to self-speak. You need to guard your thoughts. Your mind belongs to you and it's dedicated to God. So will you let a thief Come into your house, go to your fridge, open the fridge, get some food and chill out on your couch. Surely not. It's the same with negative thoughts. Get the thief out. You need to say it. Thief, lies, get out. You're not stealing my joy or peace with your negative thoughts in Jesus name. And so 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3 to 4 speaks about this battle. It says for Though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. You see, we live in this world, but we're not of this world. And because we're not of this world, we don't wage war as the world does. We wage war according to the kingdom of heaven. You're not of this world. You're from another realm. 
even like Thor from the Marvel movies, you know, he came from, he came to Earth from Asgard. The big difference is that Asgard is a myth, but the kingdom of heaven is real. So you have been given weapons of war, weapons with divine power to demolish strongholds or fortresses. As with Thor's weapon, his hammer called Mjolnir, it was forged in the heart of a star. And so the weapons of warfare God has given you was made in the heart of God for you. Weapons to overcome. So this is the question. What are you building? Are you building a fortress or a temple? You see, a fortress is built to keep God out. A temple is built to welcome God in. If we allow incorrect thoughts to take root in our lives, it will develop into fortresses or strongholds to keep God out. Are you feeling depressed, anxious, doubting, far from God? A fortress has been built. But the good news is that you can quickly break that down and build a temple for God. You are a temple for the Holy Spirit. So break down the fortress, break down the lies and be the dwelling place for God you were meant to be. Embrace his thoughts about you and an environment is created within you where God will dwell, where he will inhabit. Ungodly thinking keeps God out while aligning our thoughts with God's opens the way for God to indwell us. You are a powerful person. You are able to stop the negative thoughts with God's help, and you are able to break down the fortresses that's built up in your mind. Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So principle number one is check it. Principle number two, stop it. So take a moment to evaluate your life. Are you building a fortress or a temple? Is your thought life building an environment inviting God in, or are your thoughts building obstacles between you and God? Check it and then stop it. Address the negative thoughts running through your mind. Principle number three, flip it. Flip the negative around by finding God's perspective on it. So you need to ask the right questions like, what possibility or opportunity should I be seeing in this negative? And then you need to write it down. See yourself standing in front of a signpost with a split in the road before you. There's a either going left or a going right. Now, the left is your usual negative road. So instead of now going down your negative road, you stop it and then you flip it. You use the negative and you flip it to launch you into the positive pathway or mental pathway. This reveals the power of asking the right question to flip your mindset into something good and godly. Please note that in the rest of this message, I'm bringing in a few truth statements that I got from Graham Cook. He is a master at helping one develop an overcoming mindset. So how do we flip it? You need to develop a powerful mindset which is I am excited about the challenges in my life. I'm excited about negatives because that's where God is going to show up. Man, 
When a native comes my way, it's overcoming time. My weapons of warfare are forged in the furnace of life. It's my opportunity to renew my mind. So that's how you need to think. As James 1 verse 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the tasting of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Did you hear that? Pure joy. When what? When troubles come your way. It's like, are you crazy? Are you nuts? It doesn't matter what you're facing. You need to get excited about it. Instead of being afraid and dreading negatives, get excited because that's where God is going to show up. And so we've adopted this value uh, in our church community. It's called happy birthday to me. A trial comes your way. And so you get excited. You like, hallelujah. You phone a friend and you say to them, happy birthday to me. You won't believe this glorious trial that's just come my way. <laughs> I just got retrenched from my job. <laughs> I have no idea how God's going to turn this for good. But I am so excited to see how he's going to turn this into something beautiful. And then that is where God shows up. We have multiple testimonies in our church community of exactly this happening. A retrenchment turning into a better job. So how about instead of going through a season of fear and dread and worry, you instead get excited about God showing up on your behalf. So how do we get excited about adversity? Truth number one, every problem is an opportunity. So ask this question. What opportunity do I have right now in this negative? I can learn to trust in God to a greater degree, or I can learn to be patient with a difficult person. This is an opportunity to become more like Jesus. Yes, I am amazed at how quickly a negative scenario can be turned around by simply changing your perspective on it. I spoke to a person a while ago and they were despondent, lost their joy in tears because of the scenario they were facing. And as I was listening, I had no idea how to help. And then we started to look at what opportunities they had in the situation. And then they realized the issue isn't the circumstance, which they couldn't change, but rather to embrace the opportunity right there and then, which is to grow in joy despite the challenges. What if you could be joyful in the midst of these challenging circumstances? That makes you a powerful person for life. Instead of trying to change things that you have no control over, rather change your perspective, your internal atmosphere. And so within 30 minutes of engaging, the whole situation was turned around for this person. They were smiling, joyful, hopeful, and excited about the season ahead. Nothing changed, but everything changed because of the different perspective. That is a heavenly mindset. That is being a powerful person in Christ. A second truth in terms of flipping negatives around. You need to believe that with God, all things are possible, as the Bible says. And so this truth, every problem, has a glorious possibility 
assigned to it by God. You see, with God, all things are possible. So every problem has a glorious possibility assigned to it by God. So ask the question, God, what possibilities should I be seeing in this? Not only opportunities of where I can grow and become more like Christ, but what possibilities should I be seeing in this? You see, because that's where God is going to show up. <laughs> you need to say like, God, love to see what you're planning with this problem. So I invited someone to church a, a while ago and I got a solid no, not interested I don't do church. At first, I was really disappointed because I'm so excited about Jesus. And I'm so excited about church. But I was deflated for a moment. And then I realized the opportunity. This is my opportunity to up my level of love for this person, to pray for them more and to grow in patience. I got excited. I'm like, man, I'm going to grow. And so what is the possibility that I could see in that situation? Well, God is so going to show up and powerfully touch him at some point. He doesn't stand a chance. Who can resist the love of God? Come on now. <laughs> Do you see it? Asking the right questions. What opportunities should I be seeing? What possibilities should I be seeing in this negative? And so I flip it around into a weapon that I can hold in my hand to strengthen my faith. So that's principle number three. Flip it. Principle number four, ending off with this. Strengthen it. Strengthen the truth through focus and life-giving declarations. Get the truth in your mouth and in your heart and focus on it. So you need to ask this question. How can I use this truth as a weapon? I've now flipped the negative into a possibility, into an opportunity. Now I need to think that opportunity, speak that opportunity, pray that opportunity, and ultimately do it as well. I need to step out and do it. So you found some opportunities. You found some possibilities in the negative. You write them down. You now begin to use that truth as a weapon by asking the right questions to renew your mind. You align your thinking with God's. Like, God, who are you going to be to me in this? That helps you to focus on him. Focus on Jesus. Look away from the negative and look at God. So earlier this year, my dad passed away. And it really rocked my, my life. And so I have a deficit, a loss in my life, a gap. I don't have an earthly father anymore. But what's the possibility? In that season, just after my dad passed away, I felt God speak to my heart, saying to me that he, my heavenly father, will be more present in my life than ever before. I heard the voice of God speak to my heart, saying, I will be your father now more than ever. And so that is the possibility that Father God is going to fill the gap in my life and do way more than my earthly dad could ever be or do for me. I will have more Father God in my life than ever before. So in the midst of the negative, the loss, the disappointment, now I can get excited. I'm going to have more of Jesus, more of God in my life. So I want to encourage you. 
even when it comes to loss, disappointments, things that went wrong in your life, listen to his gentle whisper, to the promise of the Father. Listen to his voice saying, I'll be your Father. I'll be your provider. I'll be your healer. I'll be your peace, your joy. Now, I love this verse, 2 Corinthians 2, 14. It says, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Did you get that? It says always. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. You see, God always leads us in triumph. That is his heart as a loving father for each of us. He wants you to win. He wants you to overcome. It is his passion. Even as I love to see my boy win in life, our heavenly father wants us to win. He wants you to overcome in life. It's his passion. It is his passion to lead you into triumph, to overcome, to win. He will lead you. But you need to seek him. You need to seek his heart, seek his guidance to lead you into victory. So he has a powerful life giving declaration there is a victory in this and i'm so going to find it you think about your negative you think about what's wrong you think about a loss in your life you think about a massive mountain or trial that you are facing just agree with god's word and say there is a victory in this because god leads me in triumph always so there is a victory in this and I'm so going to find it. I'm going to seek the face of God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to listen to my loving Father's voice, my Heavenly Father's voice. I'm going to speak to Him. I'm going to encourage you to do that. Say, God, what are you seeing? And God, what are you saying about this? Where's the victory in this, Lord? Lead me. It is available. The victory is available to you. So check it. Stop it. Flip it. And then strengthen and make this part of your daily process of renewing your thoughts. And you will overcome in life. So let me pray for us. Father God, I pray for your children to discover how powerful they are in you. They have the mind of Christ. Victory has been assigned to them in every situation. I ask that you would give them new eyes to look at the negatives in their lives. May every negative be turned into a life-giving truth, a weapon that they can use to overcome. So may they actively, diligently, and passionately renew their thoughts according to your thoughts. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So go for it. Apply these four steps. Forge your weapons of warfare, your truth. Take the negatives in your life and flip it into something powerful, a weapon or a truth that you can use to overcome in life. For the full series, The Battlefield of the Mind, check out our show for East London YouTube channel or podcast channel. Thanks for watching. I'll see you in the next video. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 
0362-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria. 